This is Carpool Shenanigans with Justin Mitch. A show about two friends telling stories and making history with everything created and recorded in the car during our commute to and from work. So hop in and put your strap on on. Let's get weird. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hello, and welcome to Carpool Shenanigans. I am Justin Wallace. With me, as always, is a man who broke every single world record that there is. Every single one. Even the one where you crack an egg with your butt cheeks. He broke that three times. My co-host, your baby daddy, Mitch Glasgow. (laughs) Hello, hello. As impressive with the egg thing. That was pretty impressive. You're impressive as always. Oh, I try. Did you have to train for that egg cracking? or? I did. It took many months. Many months. Many months. Many moons. Many moons. <laughs> so, uh, you got a story today? or? I do. Uh, I have a great story. Um, are we wanting to talk about upcoming events, or do we want to, before we start the story, do you want to go story first and then upcoming events later? Well, let's talk about next week, because okay. it's exciting. Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about next week. My brutal ass raping I'm about to get. Is that what we're going to call it? The brutal ass raping? I've never had so... I don't think we've ever had so many people engage in our stuff as much as what this next... The the roast of Mitch Glasgow is going to be like. Oh, no, they haven't. I mean, have you noticed that? No, and people came out of the woodworks. People that I knew listened to the podcast, they... They're like, oh, we're roasting Mitch? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've been wanting to roast this motherfucker for years. I've been waiting for decades and decades. It's okay, though, because I have... I've already got a lot of my material already down. So, yeah. you know, even though it's going to be fun and it's going to be... I mean, it's going to be fun for you guys, not for me. Yeah, there's going to be, I mean, maybe a little bit of bloodshed, a couple tears, but (laughs) have you ever heard a roast on a podcast before? I don't think I ever have. That's that's what's going to be crazy is that this whole time, I mean, it's going to, it's going to be rough, uh, especially on me. I can't believe I actually agreed to it (laughs) because I didn't know, I didn't realize all the people that we were going to have, you know? You mean people from like high school exes? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm real worried about the ex part. Yeah, and uh, I, you know that one's going to be a little rough. Uh, so how are you preparing for it? I mean, I'm winging it. I'm not going to lie. I wrote I, maybe I, the beginning introduction. I have a writer. You you have a writer. I have my own writer. Actually, did you spend money or did a guy like I got you? I got your back. I have a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Tom Segura? You're full of shit. <laughs> Last week it was Jeff Ross, not Tom Segura. Uh, no, but I do I do have some good material. And I don't think you guys are actually going to expect how good it really is going to be. I mean, we've got our writer, the guy that wrote Balls Deep, Dick Hurts. He's going to join in. Man, Dick Hurts is going to be rough on me. Oh, it's going to be awesome. I, I am actually excited for Dick Hurts because I feel like he's going to be one of the best. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm see who all we got. We'll list them off real quick. We'll give them a quick little shout out before we jump into the story. Okay. We got uh, Derek from Derek the Douche. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark and Devin from the Fandom Effect. Yep. Then we've got Dick Hertz, of course, who's our personal writer. He even wrote the uh, Liquid Deathwater sponsorship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we've got um, Zach Wiseman from the Some Nobodies podcast. They they do like ten or twenty different podcasts. It's crazy. So I know he's going to be pretty good. That's who I've got my money on. Okay. Actually. And then we got uh, my cousin Matt. Yeah. Uh, and then from your old friends, you got Tyler Gilbert and yep. Kayla. Timmy Changa and then Kayla Otero. Otero? I thought yeah. it was Chinese, like Otero. <laughs> no, it's Otero. You would think yeah. from, you would think from her eyes, but <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. Oh man, I'm sa- I gotta save these jokes for the roast. <laughs> I've been burning through them all week. Yeah, I know. I've been sitting here going, man. It's okay though. It's okay though because, like I said, you guys are going to be like, God damn! Like he really did his work. That's the thing. Don't fuck with a person that researches the stories. Yeah, <laughs> research the stories. Hires his own writer. Do you feel yeah. like you're selling out hiring your own writer for a roast? No, because I've done a lot of the work. I've done actually pretty much a lot of the work. I'm just having them review it, okay. and then and then write and then adding little things here and there. Uh, what do you think they do on Comedy Central? Do you think they write their own fucking jokes? No, fuck yeah. no, they don't. Jeff Ross is the only one that does not. He actually does. He Jeff Ross is the only person that goes up there and wings everything. It's his first thing that comes to his mind. That's why they, he's the roast master general. Hey, you've been studying up on him too, right? Well, yeah, yeah, because I've actually went on his website. I've done a lot of because I'm going to get raped. I mean, I'm not as well. I'm not as no well, lube. I've got to, I've got to, the, the thing is with being, the thing is, is being the, the, um, the, the, the guest of honor Yeah. is I've got to, everybody else is going to be good, but I've got to try to be the best. So, yeah, I mean, cause you're the finisher, you're the ending, mm-hmm. the ending I, road. I get the last words. So no matter what, in all of it, I get the last say. Now, are you going to try to get everybody or just a couple few? No, I'm going to try to get everybody. Okay. Yeah. You, everybody should have blocked me. Yeah. I mean, I'm still regretting not blocking you. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it's going to be fun. I, I can't wait, actually. I mean, I really can't. It's going to be fun. My dad was like, he, he he's like, you're going to do a roast? And I said, yeah. He's like, I thought about doing it. But then I didn't want to get roasted. <laughs> it's tough it's tough to like that's one of the hardest things is to take the joke yeah to not feel it don't get per or it's not personal it's just to make a laugh you know at the end of the day we're all friends we're still going to talk to each other you know exactly and that's what everybody's got to understand is that like okay so like what jeff ross said he roasts people that he respects and loves he doesn't roast he he won't roast anybody he doesn't like he only roasts now he said that's what a roast should be like. He said a roast is, in the end, yeah, you're roasting them. You're saying things about them. But in the end, you still respect them. You still care for them. Things like that. Yeah, Except absolutely. Yeah, fuck 
So, yeah, that that's going to be exciting. So I can't wait. I hope a lot of people will come in and listen to it because if I'm going to get reamed like the way I am. Oh, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. I already told people if they want to put something in the comments during the show, I'll make sure to shout it out when I can. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, roast from the fans. Roast from the fans. That'll be even better. Yeah, not only like nine people roasting, you have like, you know, everyone else. Everyone else. Hopefully 900 people. Hopefully I remembered everyone's name because there was a lot. There's nine people total. Yeah, yeah, because you, you got everybody, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Yeah. Anywho, let's start with a story. All right, so have you ever heard of, uh, so you know what AIs are? Yeah, Apple uh, igloos. Yeah, yeah. Anal ingestion. Anal injecting. Injecting. Anal yeah. injecting. AIs, they're artificial intelligent. They're, um, you know, we're starting to come into a century where, what can we say? You know, technology is getting farther and farther ahead. You know, I remember being a teenager and we didn't have the technology or, or even before a teenager, you know, I just remember we didn't have the technology. You know, I still grew up with, with the phone on the wall. You remember that? Oh yeah. So, and then all of a sudden technology went boom. And now we had, you know, the cell phones started coming out and they were just growing and growing farther and farther. Um, laptops started coming out instead of us doing it on a desk i mean just a a big giant computer that we had computers started getting fancier wall phones started getting fancier tvs they weren't box tvs anymore they were flat screen tvs you know everything getting smaller yeah i mean and and gaming systems they went from you know nintendo sega and all that to playstation one playstation two xbox you know xbox 360 all those and it grew farther and farther, and it, you just noticed it over the over the course of time. All the graphics were getting better. You know, we went to 1080 HP. You know, 4K um, LED TV. You know, it just everything got so much better in technology. And and so everybody questioned, you know, AIs. You know, where where are we at on artificial intelligence? How are we gonna how are we gonna handle artificial intelligence? Because there's been movies about it, like I Robot. Um, that's all I could think about. Is the one <laughs> that's the only one that matters. Yeah, it's okay. That's the only one that matters. You know, you got, plus you got all those movies where robots are cops and, and military stuff. And I think uh, that's the way most movies try to lean towards is yeah. violence in it all. Yeah, they, they do. Like but, Terminator, you know, ter- Terminator. I should have thought about Terminator. You were but, close. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got, but, the question is, is, is Hollywood preparing us secretly preparing us for what's to come? You know, are they trying to get us to adapt to AIs? You know, because one day you and I are going to be walking down the street and who's to say, you know, we're talking to a person and it's actually an AI robot and we have no idea. Well, yeah, they started that with sex dolls. Yeah, people ate that shit up. Sex dolls, and then uh, it, it it there's a lot to come with AI robots, and and I'm actually kind of I don't know if you ever watched that video I sent on AI robot. No, not at all. Okay, well you need to watch it because you, that that would actually prepare. Yeah. 
It Let's be sense. honest. I'll say I will to make you feel better. Well, you, you should have watched won't. it because <laughs> everything would have understood because this guy interviewed this this guy that creates AI robots and he said, should we be worried? And he goes, yeah, yeah, we should definitely be worried. Yeah. You know, because you're teaching something with an IQ, like a person, say like a really smart genius, an IQ of hundred. No, let's say <laughs> smart person with an IQ of like 180, highest IQ, like. I mean, of course, there's probably people with higher IQ, but IQ of like 180, right? Right. You're considered a genius, right? I mean, 180, yeah. that's a genius. You're dealing with a robot that has an IQ of, let's say, 12,000. Yeah. So everything that you think of, it's already thought about it. No, in with, multiple different scenarios. In multiple different scenarios. So do you how do you control something that, you know, because artificial intelligence, they want it to have feelings. They want to have emotions. They want to, you know, tell the difference between right and wrong. But at what point do you go? OK, let, let's put it like this. There's this, that video. A guy said, you know, it's just like your creator, God. And. How would you like it? You know, God's almighty. He He knows everything. He, he, he knows it before you think it. Things like that. I'm not saying robots are gods, apparently, but in all reality, they're going to think more intelligently than anyone else. Yeah. So what makes them stop and go? Have we went too far? Yeah. Well, what makes them stop and go, humans are useless. They're yeah. flawless in every bit. And we're perfect. So when does it go, you know, because like a, like a military robot, you get stopped by, you know, all these people are like stopping cops and they're like, you know, cussing at a cop because they got a speeding ticket, you know, stuff like that. You think you're going to be able to do that with a military robot? You think you're going to be able to do that with a cop robot? Hey, yeah. fuck you. Fuck you, pig. You think you're going to give me a, a, a ticket? You either comply or you don't comply and you get your arm ripped off. Yeah. You think it's going to be like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Have a good rest of the day. I'm sorry for giving you a ticket. No, it's going to be like, take this ticket or I'm going to shoot you right now. It's, yeah. going, to have, it's going to have no emotion. It's going to have no sympathy for you. You don't. You either comply or you don't comply. And if you don't comply, there's going to be a lot of consequences in the end. Yeah, just like that. Uh, that movie. You know, it. It was in its genetic code or in its little software code. Do not kill humans. Mm -hmm. And it found a way around that. Yeah. I mean, you're just. It's like one smart guy puts in a code says, "Hey, don't kill these things. Don't don't hurt humans." And then the robot can still get around that shit, whether it's imprinted in them or not, you know? For sure. So how far is too far with robots? Like exactly. the one that cleans my, you know, my floors, I'm cool with that. That's yeah. awesome. Um, the little robots at work that help bend the steel, I'm cool with those things too. Mm -hmm. But something that can start walking and talking and thinking for itself, that's where it goes a little too far. I think so too. But... Uh, you know, and that guy said, 
you know, people are like, well, he, he said, people are like, well, this ain't going to happen, you know, in, in our lifetimes. It could be hundreds of years down the road. And the guy goes, I'm 66. He goes, I'm telling you right now, we're going to see it in our lifetime. Yeah. And that's scary. That's super scary. 66 years old, he's going to see it in his lifetime. He ain't got much long to live. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the way medicine goes, I mean, lifespans are getting longer. Long, yeah, but come on. I mean, seriously, come on. Yeah, I mean, he's almost at Viagra age. So I'm at Viagra age. Anyway, so <laughs> let me tell you some of these stories that we got going on. Okay. Uh, you know, what is artificial intelligence? It depends on who you ask. Back in the 1950s, the father of the field, Minsky and McCarthy, described artificial intelligence as any task performed by a machine that would have previously been considered to acquire human intelligence. That's obviously a fairly broad definition, which is why you will, you will sometimes see arguments over whether something is truly AI or not. Okay. Okay. So let's take a look at Sophie. Have you ever heard of Sophie? Sophia? Uh, no, she sounds gorgeous, though. Well, Sophia... If you haven't had the chance, you, you need to look her up sometime. Sophia is a AI robot. Okay. Okay. She was one of the first AI robots ever. And she talks talks with you. She, you know, has hand gestures and, and, and she's not really controlled. I mean, she makes all of her decisions on herself, you know. Well, so, I decide that was a good idea. Yeah, I know. And it was a guy. I'll get to that. Anyways. On October 25th, Sophia, a delicate-looking woman with doe-brown eyes and long, fluttery eyelashes, made international headlines. She just became a full citizen of Saudi Arabia, the first robot in the world to achieve such a status. I am very, I am, and this is from her, I am very honored and proud of this unique distinction, distinction. This is a historical to be the first robot in the world to be recognized with a citizenship, Sophia said, announcing her new status during the Future Investment Initiative Conference in Rahab, Saudi Arabia. Okay. Did, did she go crazy? She has a sense of humor. When Sorkin asked if she was happy to be here, she said, I'm always happy when surrounded by smart people who also happen to be rich and powerful. So she's a hoe. <laughs> Later, when asked if there are problems with robots having feelings, she gave a wide smile and said, Oh, Hollywood again. Her deadpan tone might be robotic, but it was perfectly used in this example. This is due to her AI, which has been developed to allow her to hold eye contact, recognize faces, and understand human speech. Hmm. Doesn't this get scary? A little bit. Um, the whole citizenship thing is kind of freaking me out. Yeah, she was the first ever robot. So you, if you try to unplug her or um, it, let's just say anything, like if you shoot her or anything like that, she has citizenship in Saudi Arabia. So that's saying like even if she came over here or anywhere, if you tried to kill her, you would go to jail for manslaughter. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. 
So, he- so wait, what if one day the robot decides, okay, I want to start selling Xanax because she thinks that's going to help people? If she does it legally, could she get put in jail? Is she a citizenship? I, I, I would guess. You know, honestly, I really would guess. Because, I mean, why not? You know, because she's doing something wrong. She's a citizen, you know. Would they probably make an exception? Maybe. No. Hell no. She knew what she was doing. She can also express feelings. I can. This is her, by the way. I can let you know if I am angry about something or if something has upset me. Demonstrating different expressions. Quite how these emotions correlate to actions are unknown, but it's interesting to note that this is being developed from the ground up. I want to live and work with humans, so I need to express the emotions to understand humans and build trust with people. That's got me kind of worried. (laughs) Here, this is her, by the way, okay? Artificial intelligence is slowly infiltrating every aspect of our world, from business to education to the government to our homes. While the rise of AI has made life more efficient in many ways, it's not inhumane to an occasional blunder. Humans aren't perfect, and neither are machines. So that still has me worried. It's not that I don't trust, like roller coasters, for instance. Roller coasters are man-made built, so robots, right? They're mm-hmm. man-made, sort of, in a way. Exactly. So I don't. It's not that I don't trust the robot itself. I don't trust the people that built it. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't like roller coasters because I have to trust that every bolt, every rail was put in perfect. If it's off so much as an inch, you're off the rails. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the guy said he goes. So the guy, when that interview, like I said, you got to watch it. In that interview, he goes, he asked Sophia, he goes, have you, have you ever thought about destroying the human race? And he says, and the guy in the interview goes, I wanted to punch the shit out of him. He goes, because she wasn't thinking that until now. Yeah. Yeah. So you just put into the mind of something that's learning every day, new things every day. It's not uploaded to the internet. It's learning what you, me, you know, whoever talks to it, learning from it. Yeah. So, and it said, it, Sophia said, well, I haven't thought about it. Well, of course not, because now you are. Are you fucking crazy? Why the fuck would you ask Sophia, an AI intelligent robot that could, you know, it's never turned off. It's never stopping. So you're, so it's, it's learning every day. You're not telling me one day it's like, fuck these humans, you know? (laughs) I say (laughs) that on a daily basis. Exactly. If I think fuck these humans, you think this robot's not one going to day going to go, these humans are pieces of shit. (laughs) <laughs> can you imagine being a guy just sitting there at a bus stop and this robot comes up like fuck these humans yeah. <laughs> I'm moving to the forest in a bunker <laughs> yeah so um, you know of course there is um, you know AI is meant to solve our problems it sometimes creates new ones 
In August 2016, Facebook replaced the human editors of its trending topics section with an algorithm after facing alleged uh, allegations of political bias. Within a few days, the algorithm served up a story which falsely stated that Megyn Kelly was fired from Fox News for, for supporting Hillary Clinton. That's crazy. I mean, Facebook's all about the uh, their algorithms, even about like what we do, how to get people to follow you and listen to you. Facebook has algorithms you can follow to boost that up. Exactly. Now, they ever change? Yeah, they change all the time about how they do things. Um, well, they said Facebook can actually. So Facebook can tell if you're about to break up. Did you know that? Wow, really? Yeah, so Facebook could tell. So if what Valentine's Day? <laughs> <laughs> well, they can tell. So if you start seeing dating apps on or dating things on your Facebook profile, like ads come up, Facebook is predicting that you're about to break up with your spouse. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? I'm trying to think if I've ever seen that. It's it's crazy now that you talk about me and a coworker were actually talking about this a while back. We we start talking about um, how to make like sushi rolls or something stupid, right? Mm -hmm. And not a couple hours later, you go on Facebook and that's all we see is how to make like sushi kits mm -hmm. on Wish or a sushi uh, commercial or just something, right? Like, okay, we're going to really test this out. So anytime we talked about something stupid, we'd go on Facebook a couple hours later. Sure, shit, it's there. Is it listening to us or is it just predicting it? Exactly. So I I'm thinking more likely – I'm a big conspiracy theorist, of course. So I always believe maybe something's listening to us. You know, hey. you can't tell me that an enhanced phone like this, you know, the iPhone XR – you know, it, it doesn't have different things inside of it that isn't going to predict what you want. Everything's a marketing scheme now. Everything is marketing. Mm -hmm. So why not? I mean, but um, so anyways, um, self-driving cars are also powered by AI. Uh, Tesla has faced public scrutiny over car accidents that have occurred while drivers using its autopilot mode, one of, one of which was fatal. These unfortunate incidents remind us that we can't always rely on technology. Hey, what's going on, Dan? Dan said, hey. Oh, hey, Dan. Yeah. Dan Levy? Levy? Oh. What's up, fellas? So I didn't think comments were going to work on here today, but uh, we got it all figured out. Man, that's pretty cool. I think that's our first comment. You made his history, Dan Levy. You did. Which, sound, history. Which, which sounds like an actual um, actor. Dan yeah. Levy. It does. It does. So anyways. Um, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I'm change the subject real quick. So here's some like fascinating facts. So it uh, turns out Amazon Alexa likes to party, you know, and one fact, uh, one device partied so hard that the cops showed up. You tell me. Oliver, you told me Alexis snorted coke. Oh no! It's that. It's that. Talk again. It's. Are you telling me Alexa ordered some coke and pizza? And wow. I'm not talking about the cola. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> while, Oliver, <laughs> while 
uh, Oliver Haberstroff, a resident of Hamburg, Germany, was out one night. His Alexa randomly began playing loud music at 1.50 a.m. After knocking on the door and ringing Haberstroff's home to no answer, neighbors called the cops to shut down this party. When the cops eventually arrived on the scene, they broke down Haberstroff's front door to get in, unplugged the Alexa, and then installed a new lock. Unaware of the incident, Haberstroff arrived home later that night, only to find that his keys didn't work anymore. So he had to head to the police station, retrieve his new keys, and pay a pretty expensive locksmith bill. That's crazy. Mm. I still think that... <laughs> I still think that Alexa should just order a bunch of shit. <laughs> Beer starts... <laughs> kegs start showing up to your house. Pizza out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny to say that because here's another thing with Alexa. Kids purchasing items without the permission of their parents is not out of the ordinary. Although with voice-activated devices such as Amazon Alexa, parents need to be a little extra cautious. Earlier this year, a six-year-old girl named Brooke Nitzel ordered a $170 kid craft dollhouse and four pounds of cookies through Amazon Alexa simply by asking Alexa for the products. After receiving a confirmation on her recent purchases, Brooke's mother, Megan, immediately figured out what had happened, and she since donated the dollhouse to a local hospital and added parental controls to Alexa. Hmm. That's kind of worried, too. Alex knows how to get onto YouTube. He calls them monster trucks. I don't know why he does that, but if, if he's up in the morning, he'll find the remote. Find his way to YouTube on the TV, which he says me do a couple times, and he'll play whatever he wants. Yeah. He got me worried. Yeah. So I had to go through and get parental locks on everything. It should get you worried, you know? Yeah. So One day it's YouTube. Next day it's, you know, uh, sulfuric acid and some type of pipe bomb, you know? <laughs> Kids these days. So, um... However, the story does not stop there. San Diego News Channel CW6 reported it during a daily news morning show during the broadcast when news anchor Jim Patton said, I love the girl, little girl saying Alexa ordered me a dollhouse. Alexa's devices in some viewers' homes were also triggered to order dollhouses. When it's unknown how many devices carried out their dollhouse orders, a number of owners complained about Alexa's purchases attempt. That's fucked up. Isn't that fucked up? Oh, it's like Siri when you're talking to someone on the phone and you and you say it, it picks it up sometimes. Yeah. Or those dumbass commercials, they'll pick it they'll say it and they'll pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> so here's another one. After attempting to renew his passport, Richard Lee, a twenty two year old man of Asia Asian descent, was turned down by the New Zealand Department of Internal Affairs after its software claimed his eyes were were closed in his picture. The facial recognition software rejected Lee's photo, and Lee had to contact the department in order to speak to a human and get his new passport val validated. Hmm. Turns out this isn't out of the norm, and nearly 20% of passport photos submitted are rejected due to software errors, a department spokesman said. Luckily, Lee took the rejection lightly. No hard feelings on my part. I've always had very small eyes, and facial recognition technology is relatively new and unsophisticated, Lee told Reuters. 
It was a robot. No hard feelings. I got my pa- passport renewed in the end. Hmm. That's crazy. I've always wondered if there's actually security systems that read your fingerprints or, you know, your retina scans or mm-hmm. kind of crazy. Kids seem to be having a lot of fun with voice control assistants such as Amazon Alexa. Maybe too much fun. When a toddler asked his family Alexa to play his favorite song, Digger Digger, Alexa heard something else. (laughs) (laughs) In response to the request, Alexa said, you want to hear a station for porn detected? Hot chick amateur girl sexy? Alexa's dirty mind didn't stop there either. And she continued to name a number of porn terms in front of the toddler. The incident was caught on tape too. What the parents likely thought would be fun and memorable home video turned into a raunchy encounter. (laughs) I'm sorry, that's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) They're trying to be all sweet with this new Alexa and it ruins their child. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. At the China High Tech Fair in Shenzhen, Sh- 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 yeah, I don't know. A robot named uh, Zhao Peng, aka Little Fatty, attacked, <laughs> <laughs> attacked a display booth and injured a young boy. After Zhao Peng repeatedly rammed, it, rammed into a booth um, and sent shards of glass flying around the space, the boy suffered cuss, cuts and was transported to the hospital in an ambulance. Thankfully, the damage was minimum, and the victim uh, received a few stitches. The robot, on the other hand, which is designed to interact with children ages 4 to 12 and display facial emotions on its screen, appeared to be frowning after the incident witnesses reported. Hmm. Kind of creepy. So... Here's one. Racism seems to be an issue with AI. Like pit bulls? <laughs> or Mel Gibson? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. That's, that's kind of fucked. <laughs> In March 2016, Microsoft unveiled its AI Twitter chat boy, Tay. Experimenting with conver- conversational understanding, Tay was the supposed to chat with people and get smarter the more engaged and conversed. People started tweeting crude, racist, and inappropriate remarks at the bot. Learning from the conversation, Tay began using such language itself. In a matter of hours, it turned into an offensive, vulgar, pro-Hitler Twitter account. In some incidents, referring to feminism as a cult or a cancer. And saying, I mean, and saying, I fucking hate feminists, and they should all die and burn in hell. A bot said this. Yes. Mm, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> At what point do they? I'm sure they keep updates on what their bot puts out, and they probably took it down pretty fast, but. At what point do you realize you just ruined your own hardware? Yeah, exactly. You probably spent millions of dollars on it, and (laughs) you're fucked. (laughs) 
<laughs> hey guys, uh, did you see the Twitter update this morning? Um, <laughs> guess it's time to shut it down. Yeah. Unplug it. Unplug it. <laughs> One guy in the back of Nah. Let's see how this plays out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mel Gibson's like, man, I really like this Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> how much for the bot? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a new movie coming up. I really need it. <laughs> so people often fear that robots will eventually be smarter than humans and take over the world. To put your mind at rest for now, take solace in the fact that this robot couldn't even get into college. In 2011, a team of researchers began working on a robot called Todadai uh, Robot that they intended would be accepted into Japan's competitive University of Tokyo. Having taken Japan's entrance exam for national universities in 2015, the robot failed to obtain a score high enough to be admitted into college. A year later, the robot made another attempt and again scored too low. In fact, the robot showed little improvement between the two years. In 2016, the researchers finally abandoned the project. Those damn Chinese, man. So, isn't that crazy? What are you doing? Um, Marketing. No, you ain't. You're doing marketing while on the podcast right now. Everybody's like, wow, this is a great podcast. Thank you, Justin, for, you know. Yeah, they are. Uh, this is how we get the word out, man. Mitch did a great story this week, and you're like, he "Did man, racist robots? That's crazy!" <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, I do feel bad for telling you I was going to watch it, and as I am a man of my word, I'll watch it. Yeah, you'll watch it again after this. Yeah, I'll watch about the five minutes I watched last time. Oh. <laughs> has already begun oh hell so you know and that's the thing like I said going back on AI robots um, it it's it is insane and it is it is knowing you know not knowing what could happen yeah. what what could go on you know so let's let's role play a little if you had to create a robot that could benefit humanity but still be on the border for possibly going rampant and killing everyone, what would you make? What do you mean? Like, what type of robot would you make to benefit humanity? Well, you can either make two robots. You can make a data robot or you can make a Terminator robot. Okay? Mm, okay. Okay, so there's two robots. You can have a data robot that, that learns everything. You know, and it'll help humanity by knowing more knowledge and everything. Yeah. Or you can have a Terminator robot. And the Terminator robot is there to just destroy. Okay. So the data robot, everybody wants. But that's the thing is that when you make an AI robot, you can't just program it and say, I want a data robot. An AI robot is going to go, I'm going to decide on my own. And that's where people come in, like, you know, like, I go back to that guy, he goes, I'm only, that robot, the AI robot is only with, he's like, I'm, a, I'm in the works, I have an AI robot right now. 
And he said, right now, this robot is only with me. It's not around other people because he says, you know, I made some mistakes. I'm not a perfect human being, but I think of myself as a good human being. Yeah. And he said, I want that robot to learn off of me as long as it can. Because when it steps out in that world and it starts seeing humanity for itself, and let's admit, we're not the greatest. We're not great at all. No. So when it steps out in the world and the first person goes, hey, get the fuck out of my way, you piece of shit. <laughs> it's going to go, well, that was a little rude. And then it's going to happen again. And then it's going to happen again. That robot's going to go, is this how humans act? And then so it's going to start doing it. And it's going to yeah. go bump into somebody. And it's going to go, hey, get out of my way, you piece of shit. And then that person's going to be like, you want to fight and not know it's an AI robot and then try to punch it. And then its hand breaks, you know? It's like a Beverly Hillbilly movie. You know what I'm talking about? Are they driving down the road and they wave and the guy flips them off? So then they start flipping everyone off? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what, and, and also, you know, back to the police robots, you know, you think you can outrun a, a, an AI robot, police robot? You can't. Those things no. can, you know. But they people, don't get tired. That's the problem. They don't get how tired. How fast they are, they don't get tired. Something that can run 100 miles an hour. You think you can outrun a cheetah? No, sure you can't. Even if you're in a car, you still think you can outrun an AI robot? No, you can't because it doesn't get tired. It doesn't stop. Its main objective is to get you. Yeah. So, will it make the world a, a better place, or will we will we have to stop and lay down to robots, more intelligent robots? You know, when, when's it gonna say when your toaster's like, "I've had enough of this shit"? Start shooting flaming bread at you? Yeah. It's like, I'm going to leave burnt bread for you every day because you don't treat me right. Yeah. I was like that, uh, the video with the, did you see the videos of, it was like a four-legged robot and they taught it to stand up, walk over, open a door or some shit like that. Right. And these guys were testing it showing, you know, this is what's capable of. This is all the obstacles it could overcome. So they taught, you know, pick up this box, put it on the table, pick up another box, put it on a table. You know, when he goes to pick up another box, they'll smack it out of its hand. And then it, you know, picks the box up, tries to move it over. Then it tries to, you know, go into the door and they knock it over with a stick. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, I can't blame the robot as doing what it's programmed to do, but we as people are assholes. Yeah. Every single one of us. For sure. That's the main thing. And I hope people understand one day that. You know, we've got to we've got to decide on how we're going to act as humanity. Decide whether or not are we are we ready for robots? Are we ready for AI technology? So, no, I, I think we need to fix ourselves before we try getting someone else to fix our problems for us. We're that's the thing. We're not. We're we're slowly getting worse over time and time and time. So, well, we're we're lazy. We'll just build something that will fix us for us. Oh, for sure. That's that's exactly what will happen. Yeah. And then we're all going to regret it one day. Yeah. Just like anal. Just like anal. Yeah. 
I don't remember quitting them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you seem more of a top guy anyways. Anywho, uh, we crossed that boundary. Um, any final words you want? No, just everybody get ready to listen to the roast of, of this motherfucking guy. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Saturday the 16th, 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're going to destroy Mitch's will to live. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to have to take a lot of depression medicine that day. And a lot of lube. And a lot of lube. It's going to be fun. I can't wait, actually. I really can't. Yeah. So. I'm excited to see. Let's just pick a winner. Let's let's pick a winner now. We'll, a we'll winner? To who was the best? Who is going to be the best? Because I think you're full of shit with this writer thing. I think it's a scare tactic. I okay. really do. Uh, all right. I'll call that bluff. That's right. what we'll do. I, you go ahead and call that bluff, but I'm telling you right now, I promise you, I'm going to be the best. You're going to be the best. I'm going to be the best. Okay. I'm sticking with my main bet. Like I, there's a couple dark horses in the race. You know, my cousin Matt, he's been roasting people since we were three. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's vicious and he aims for the throat. And I'm telling you, but I think the wittiest, uh, I wouldn't even say wittiest. I think Derek's the wittiest, but Zach Wiseman's probably the smartest one in this competition. Yeah, I, I think um, so. Out of everyone else, I think um, so. What Tyler, you know, aka Chimmy, has um, he has a lot of stories about our childhood, and I'm I'm kind of yeah, kind of just that's you though. I'm worried about the whole group. Yeah, Who's but going if, to if, if everyone you, like I'm talking like you're right though. I want to know because what I'm going to be looking for is what is the what is the most wittiest. Who does the most wittiest? Yeah. Um, and, and I think honestly, um, um, who was it? Our writer. Oh, uh, Dick Hurts. Dick Hurts. I honestly kind of betting on him a little bit. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it's hard because I don't know a lot of these. I know Derek, of course. I know Mark. Um, I've sort of know. Devin? I don't think I've met Devin. Not on that last podcast because Devin wasn't on it. Oh, on the fandom effect? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So. Um, I'm, I'm excited. You have no idea. Yeah. I've been bragging about that. I went to the gas station earlier, that come and go, yeah. and I told them about it. I was like, hey, you want to see a roast? And they're like, what? Who the fuck are you? I said, <laughs> Carpool shenanigans. <laughs> and just walked out. Uh yeah. Went so, to the vape store as well. That guy knows. Next time I go in there, he better fucking have watched it. You know what's going to piss me off is this, if this is the most viewed podcast, I'm going to be mad as fuck. Oh, it's going to be awesome. That's, here's what I want to do. If it goes well, though, I would like to have people bring each other on. Say, like, two friends will be like, hey, roast us. And then we become the new Jeff Ross. Yeah. Well, I have to admit, the research that I've had to do is the most research I've ever had to do in anything. So the AI I, or the roast. No, the <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause you have, you have to look up cause I have to look up everybody. Like I have to look up everybody. Now don't get me wrong. When you roast somebody, 
like, don't get me wrong, you're you're roasting me too, but you're supposed to. If you ever watch a roast, everyone roasts everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I feel like my style is going to be the backhanded compliments, and I'm the only one in everybody, every single one of you motherfuckers. You don't know Tyler Gilbert. I do. Not on a personal level, no, but I know him to some extent. I don't know. I know Mark and Devin because we play D&D together. And Zach Wiseman and I have talked quite a bit. Derek and I, Derek has been on our show, so we know Derek. Yeah. My cousin Matt. I mean, Tyler Gilbert's the only one that I know the least about, well, and Kayla. Yeah. The two people that are only aiming for you, I don't know what you're <laughs> about. But as for everyone else, yeah, I'm, I'm going for the throat. Well, it's gonna be awesome. We're gonna see, and I hope I hope everybody, you know, everybody plays their role. Let's yeah. have fun. let's have fun. Yeah. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. So I know. all right. Well, that's the end of the podcast. So everybody go on um if you like that podcast. I actually really like that podcast. Yeah. So if you guys liked it, go on Amazon and review us. Let us know what you think, you know. Put yeah, on, iTunes? I like what iTunes. Oh, yeah, go on. Did I say Amazon refuse? Yeah. Hmm. Um, had me confused for a second. Yeah, go on, go on iTunes and review us, and you know, let us know what you think. Give us five stars. Tell us, you know, AI robots are sexy. I can't wait to see Sophia without her clothes on. Leave a roast for next week, and you know, leave a roast for next week. So Everybody, I appreciate you guys coming on and listening to our show. Yeah. Later, man. Later. Eat a dick. shenanigans is on all major platforms make sure to listen review feedback is always welcome for all the exclusive make sure to follow us on facebook or instagram at carpool shenanigans and tune in next friday for an all-new episode